You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Podcast brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic, now TBC, and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazing Bob, and today I'm joined by Mel, aka Melarina. How you doing? I'm wonderful. It's Friday. That's all. Yeah, I mean, who who <laughs> could ask for anything more, right? Unless you work weekends, and then sorry, guys, didn't mean mm-hmm. to rub it in. We're also joined by. Ryan, a.k.a. Yip, a.k.a. Cognitive Pit, the man of many names. How you doing, sir? Hello, I'm doing good. It's also Friday for me, which is what? good. I know. People are lucky. They don't Crazy. understand. If, if, we, if, we, if we made this podcast on, like, Tuesdays, ooh, they don't even understand what they would get. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is something to be said for that. It's, we've got that hype for the weekend going on the podcast, right? <laughs> We've also got the exhaustion of the week. Yeah, I was gonna, so, say, yeah, I was gonna say Mel and I show up. Like, we're like, we seem like we just got crawled like, out of work. Like, okay. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how's it going, everybody? <laughs> I made it to the end of the week. <laughs> but by the end, you guys are on it. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> we wake up. Works out. Works out. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we have a pretty big episode. So much news coming in. We're going to start out with, you know, the regular the regular housekeeping. Then we're going to move into all of the news. Uh, and then we have something planned for the end if we make it. But I'm not going to tell you what that is just in case we don't. So just going to have to wait around and see if you get that prize. All right. So first off. I don't even think I know what it is. <laughs> well, it's in the notes at the end. It says okay. if we make it this far. <laughs> I'm prepared, I promise. (laughs) You are not prepared. So I wanted to clarify something because I heard it actually incorrect on two other podcasts, and they were wrong too. And I think a lot of people have a misconception about the toys. We had people write into us. I heard people say it on other pods. A lot of people seem to think that both of the toys coming with the with the Burning Crusade Deluxe Edition, were both in TBC. And I can tell you for a fact, they were not. The Illidan footsteps were in TBC. The Dark Portal Hearthstone was a TCG card added during Mists of Pandaria. It wasn't even in in Wrath or Classic. So it definitely was not in. A lot of people seem to think that it was just a, a, a rare card during the you know, TBC time, and it just, it it really wasn't. It came in a lot later into the game. And so that's why we were kind of a little upset about it. Can't really get that upset about the Illidan. Like, the only change is that it's it's most likely not going to have charges. And the first one, I actually found my old screen screenshot, and I saw that there definitely was charges. And so kind of 
makes you use it sparingly. Like I quit the game in Kata still with like 15 charges left. So you'd use it like special occasions and stuff like that. But now you're going to be able to use it on whatever cooldown it's on. But I think the Dark Portal especially too, I think one of our concerns, and when I say concerns, <laughs> come on. I mean, it's not like the biggest concern in the world, but the, the propagation of that particular toy matters as well too. So I've been playing every expansion. I told Bob I've, I didn't even know it was a card because I've never seen that in game before. Never. I've played every expansion. Not obviously not, you know, I've not I don't have the most hours played racked up of anyone in the world in later expansions post miss, but I've never seen it before. So the fact that everyone can have access to it and everyone can be doing it and Shatra could have hundreds of people launching it. I think it's just seeing it more was more of a bigger problem than just even if it did exist in TBC, it wouldn't you you probably didn't see it in TBC. And I think that's a big difference as well, too. If anyone can then walk around on it or walk around on it, use it when they hearth, then uh, it is a little bit more clutter. But again, yeah, very small point. Okay, so I was wrong. I said it was half the size of your character tall above you. It's about I've looked at more of them. It's about double the size tall as you are and then it's very big it's super wide too and i was sitting there in in stormwind last night i was looking at like a good hundred people there in storm in stormwind and i just pictured 100 <laughs> dark portal hearthstones and from what i've been seeing too it stays for a while after you like leave so it stays for like a time limit afterwards who's hearthing in Stormwind. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, there's going to be a lot of people hearthing in Stormwind come TBC because you're going to have your hearth set in strat because you could always get back to Storm to Stormwind to train. Right. I'm just saying. So you so Stormwind won't be as packed. That's actually a good point. No, I mean I made the Shatrath comment. You're absolutely correct that people will not be hearthing likely from Shatrath. So I think that that's actually. <laughs> it's actually a pretty fair point that most often you'll see it solo out in the world yeah. when you and your right. friend are harping or something like that. So, or like at the end of raid, yeah, like at the end, end of raid, raid, there's just there's twenty five of them just right there. <laughs> and I think I think this particular toy is n is not particularly egregious. I think that the main point though is that one of the scariest things for classic is the game no longer looking like the game that you knew. Yeah. Um, and this sort of, this is like slightly bigger than something like a pet or footsteps. It is a little more visually obstructive. Um, I don't think, I'm not like that upset with this particular thing, but you know, it's, it's that slippery slope that everyone's always talking about. But if there are like three different hearthstones with different effects and, you know, come wrath, everything starts looking crazy. You know, you just want to be careful with uh, the stuff that gets added to the game. Or just give us, give us, you know, just a way to toggle it off so we don't have to see it. Because it, you know, if someone hearths and you're in the middle of an area and you're wanting to go fight some somebody, like you can't see them on 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 the other side. I think it has a lot more implications in the open world than people think about. This was added, you know, at a time when the game wasn't as open world as it is now. You know what I mean? I still think, I don't know, you start turning on and off like options for people and then things aren't as cool, you know, like, and I don't know how much it affects it. I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't, whatever. We'll see if it becomes an issue, then we can have this discussion, but 
<laughs> for the most part, we have no idea how popular it's going to be, how many people are going to spend $70, want to promote that they spent $70. <laughs> like, so when it happens, I could be like, I told you so. Yes, when it happens, you can say, <laughs> "All right, Mel, now cool. we can talk about it. Well, I just wish, like, I was all for them introducing gold sinks and different things with the cards, but I was specifically talking about the cards that were in the Burning crew Crusade. So we'll just have to see how it goes. Like, I'm not going to spend this time complaining and whining because how long, like, how much complaining starts to turn into whining. So we're going to move on to it, but I did want to make it clear that no, that was not in TBC and there's a lot of people that think it was. So cleared that up. Let's move on to reviews. Yeah. We had a couple of new reviews. Thanks, uh, so guys. the first one. Yeah. Thank you guys. So the first one is from Jay Lambert on iTunes or Apple podcasts on the Mount Rushmore of classic. Wow. Podcasts. And I promise I did not write this. <laughs> <laughs> My mom did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I am really enjoying the podcast. I look forward to listening to every episode. I feel like you guys would be happy to know that I re-rolled from living in Mud Huts to Alliance in Phase 6. and I'm loving my time in the city so far. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. That's the, that's the full thing. I'm really glad to see Thank that you, you so came much. around to the city life. Uh, it is funny. There's, some, <laughs> there's something funny about it where... This almost doesn't even sound like faction changes. It just sounds like you moved from the, like, the <laughs> suburbs to the city or like the countryside to the city. You're like, I'm loving my time in the city. It's, yeah. <laughs> I get to go change. out. There's you so know? many restaurants, you know, yeah. it's just, you know, it's just, there's a lot more to do. It's just bustling. There's people everywhere. Yeah. Which, by the way, if we're talking, you know, if, if you're a real role player, I'm going to hit a new section of people we don't normally talk to. If you're a role player. That's just the case in Stormwind. You know they've got some good dining there. There's a <laughs> wine and cheese store or something like that that you have to deliver wine to. Yeah, yeah. There's a in in when you're starting out as a human, there's a quest to deliver like a package of wine to a wine and cheese store. So Stormwind does have that city life that you're looking for. I am a human and I did that quest. I just didn't really think about it as I did it. And if you're, uh, you know, if you're looking for a, a strip club, there's always Goldshire, right? <laughs> yeah. And well, the property values around Goldshire must be really low because they're constantly under Defias attack. So, uh, but thank you so much uh, for your review. We have another one. Uh, best review ever is the name of Wait, this Wait, hold one. on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I want right. to actually take a second because I don't think Mel knows about this. Mel looked at me crazy when I said Goldshire strip club. Like, you know about the RP that goes on in gold in the Goldshire Inn, right? Uh, no, I overheard you the listening ERP? to YouTube, and it was talking. It was like Asmund Gold, Gold yeah. interviewing this like RP stripper, and I was like, "What is happening right now?" Goldshire is the red light district of roleplay servers. What? Is probably the best way to to put it. I didn't even know this was a thing. I wonder how that's 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 why I had to stop us because I wonder how life. many how many listeners don't know that I just know that because I consume so much content. I'm originally from an RP server. It, it wasn't that kind of RP server. Like uh -huh, it wasn't like yep. the it wasn't like Moonguard. I think Moonguard on retail is like the classic. They're kind of I don't I I don't want to isolate people, but I think as a whole, people consider them more on the degenerate role plays. <laughs> it's <laughs> you know it's not just. I look at my cool sword. It goes a little further than that. My server wasn't quite <laughs> like that, but I did know all about it because I grew up on a roleplay server. So, dude, I was do do just on on White Man. 
I was on I was on lock, dude, and I walked into to the gold the Goldshire Inn to log out because I was doing my enchanting stuff, and you know I have to go you have to go to that tower in L in in Elwood, but I needed to log out. As soon as I walked in, a night elf female said, "Hey, what's up, cutie?" And I was like, oh, oh, "Flash camp, <laughs> flash camp, flash camp." Now you got to watch this guy on his computer. Know, see what right? he's been up to. What have you been doing late at night without me? Why do you have me? so many characters on Moonguard? <laughs> right? I, th- I think it happens on a lot of servers. Yeah. Well, everyone's in for a surprise because uh, when I run my Karazhan, they'll be in character only. So uh, come TBC, <laughs> my guild will be introduced to role play. We must slay Prince Malkazar. <laughs> for the alliance. For the alliance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Best review ever. This is the second one now. <laughs> uh, hello, Bob, Yip, and Mel, in that order. I am Zells from the server Grobulus. I no, want to no, come here and like. It says, hello, Bob, Yipe, and Mel. Just... Yes, it does say Yipe. Yeah, but he, he, he meant to say Yip. No, I think. I have so many was... names. How could anybody possibly correctly spell everything? <laughs> I think it was him meaning to be like, I'm going to spell his name wrong. So Mel is actually first. You know. That could be, yeah. We we were on even even levels here, but uh, <laughs> I want to come here and let you guys know that I've joined Cl- WoW Classic because of you guys. This podcast brought me to memories I've long forgotten about. Seems like hopefully good ones. Uh, controversial point here, just to talk some smack. Bob, you're the goat, man. I want to give you credit of me, give you the credit of me returning to World of Warcraft. Your passion for the game is so contagious, I couldn't ignore it. Yep, I love how you are like the mediator of the pod and always come prepared and ready to own. I am always ready to own. Thank you for, thank you for the dad of the pod, right? What are you, the mediator between Bob and I? (laughs) I'm here to just dab on the hater. Okay, I'm sorry, but um, (laughs) and Mel, 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 Mel. You have so many great (laughs) points and arguments, but to be fair, you defend Blizzard too much. (laughs) <laughs> I'm waiting on the episode where you just lay into them. Five star review, guys. I will listen to every single episode and will continue yelling to myself at some of your points. Shout out to my guild Solstice on Grobulus. Well, hello, Solstice on Grobulus. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the review, Zells. That was uh, very nice. I, I can tell that you you definitely listen and pay attention because I think you've <laughs> nailed us pretty well. Bob is the goat. It's fine. It's I'm, fine. I'm fine with that. As long as I'm ready to own, I'm fine. The goat or a goat? I don't know if it's clear. But, <laughs> yeah, it does you know. say it does I say mean, it the, said goat, the man. goat man. So I could just be a goat man, yeah, which you know, I'm true. cool with too. I've got yeah. I've I've got the beard to be the, the goat man. Maybe you know? that's what he was meaning. I think I'm going to take it that way. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see. Well, we have on this podcast. We do have something that Mel will have. I'll I'll get to grill Mel on with Blizzard business decisions. So we we will be able God. to kind of touch on everybody's uh, points today. To be yep, fair, sweet, sweet. <laughs> it is not always that I agree with Blizzard. I am just trying to come from a business standpoint on how they could be thinking about it. So when I say things about Blizzard, it's not that I'm on their side. I'm just trying to be realistic about what their thoughts are so that we can try to understand where we're going. Yeah, she's yep. definitely not on the side of it a lot of times, guys. She's just trying to give you a devil's ad advocate. And I mean, the podcast would be pretty boring if we all said the same thing. Echo, 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 you know? Well, and I just have a lot of knowledge about business and growing business and what 
type of people you will encounter and, you know, all of that stuff. So I think that's where I come from in, I don't agree with this, but here's what is probably happening around that office. Yeah. And I think as we've, we've noticed and we talked about the deluxe edition and things like that, there are going to be there's going to be ground that we can seat on. We're not going to get a perfect private server experience that is like funded by Blizzard and we don't have to pay for it. You know, like there is middle ground that needs to be reached. And I think there's there, there's plenty of room to talk about some business decisions. Uh, but maybe they don't know what they're doing, as we'll find out soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? I feel like this is a cliffhanger for me. <laughs> All right, so what have you guys been doing in WoW lately? Well, not raiding anymore. <laughs> we we True. finished our, our last raid, our last official Vargflocken raid. Uh, I made it. I made it to the mall. <laughs> I feel I'm, I'm sad. You didn't happy. miss any? I didn't miss a single raid. Wow. <laughs> From the first yeah. one to the last one. <laughs> Got a little rocky at the end there on KT, but we pushed through. Yeah, we, we wiped through. We wiped twice on KT, which is for other than the first time we did KT. I'm not sure we ever wiped more than a single time on KT. And didn't we one shot Saf? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the problem with KT is just it's so random. You don't know what kind of fight you're going to get. How often are we going to get mind controlled? And, you know, if people aren't paying attention, it's so easy for it's like a serious mind control. Uh, Bob got destroyed by uh, our <laughs> IDD. Our IDD, Dude, IDD is like the guild killer. Like he hit me for five thousand two hundred and fifty damage, one shot. That's what I. That's what I mean. Imagine, imagine being a clothy, or imagine being yeah. a healer. No, like, if people aren't on top of their CCs, you'll just go murder people if you're a melee that gets mind controlled. So it's very easy on KT to to mess up. But I was after wiping twice. It's like whoa. <laughs> Maybe we need to like refocus and come back, but we were able to get it down. Finished another one night, uh, a little over time. Nobody wanted to come back Thursday. Like at that point, <laughs> we were like, we have to get this down right now because I'm not coming yep, back definitely. on Thursday just to do KT because people wouldn't focus. Well, the nice thing is that we'd get to spend more time together. Instead, we had last night off and I missed all my friends. It was. <laughs> I don't know. I needed that time off, kind of. I played Mario Party. No, I'm joking. I need it. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's <laughs> there's only so much WoW you can play. I've, I need this break desperately. <laughs> yeah. we've, been, we've been raiding, and it's just, you need a little break. Things are going to get really hardcore for TBC, and that's where I'm at. So what have I been doing in WoW lately? Not too much other than raiding. Pre-patch, I got some stuff I need to get done, like finishing up some... Uh, profession stuff and maybe trying to make a little more gold before it rolls around but not burning out before we do 150 dungeons in two days that's my (laughs) that's my tbc plan yeah definitely oh man yeah for me i've been i've been doing a few things i've been working up fishing on on multiple characters still which is good because you can multitask and do other things but then mel helped me we went in we destroyed a few lower level dungeons uh, we went and took all the cloth, made stuff from the cloth, got the greens and the blues, disenchanted ev- everything, and we 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 worked me up to three hundred enchanting on lock dude because with the drums changes, I was like, sweet, going enchanting, and so I got that worked up, all done. I'm ready with that, and yeah, I've just been kind of prepping. I like how Bob says me and him because. 
for stockades. Bob was there for the first couple runs. Then he was at the enchanting trainer and at the tailor. And I was like, I'm going to run it again. And, and he's like, Mel kept bringing me stuff so I could keep working up. I was like, oh my God. And he's like, I don't know if AOE is the way to go here. And I was like, no, I'm just going to. And I had Ani for some reason because <laughs> I was in Stormwind. And I was just like, I'm going to pull everything. I'm going to. Holy Nova. <laughs> They're going to die. Okay. Yeah, she she whooped it, and we did that. Then I'm not even went disciplined. To SM, I'm and even a power we got infusion. SM done, and then yeah, so I got all of that up. SM, can I just tell them a little story about SM? Because we what went to SM and we this? tried to <laughs> we tried to pull. Bob goes, "Hey, so if we pull the boss, all the mobs will come <laughs> to us, and we could just kill them." <laughs> Yes, that's something I did at level <laughs> 70, but yeah, I hadn't tried it at level 60. So that was a great idea until they all got there, and then they all got there, and I tried to AoE, and they just all attacked me and murdered me. And then I was like, okay, so I guess I should wait to AoE, but Bob can't get aggro on, nah. you know, 50 mobs. Yeah. And so, oh my god, it was just such a horrible. <laughs> we had a good time, though. We had a good time. It was lessons learned. Did we? Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we did that. And then, Mel, have you been doing anything else besides just kind of helping me get my stuff going? You did mm. some fishing, right? No, no. All my wow time has been dedicated to you. So think about that. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right. Well. Move, moving on from what we've been doing in WoW lately. Uh, we I was kind of thinking about talking about this here, but do you guys think we should talk about the outrage later when we talk about the changes that they yeah. made? Yeah, we'll talk okay. about it in news. All right, well, then let's move on to... <laughs> Time for the news. So first off in the news, just a quick, we're not going to really talk about this, but just a quick uh, reminder, a bunch of, of beta invites went out, supposedly the last one. So make sure to check your account to see if you have beta access. You see it the same way you would see PTR. If you don't know where that is, bottom left of the Battle.net launcher You'll see a drop a drop down menu that says says it's the same way you change from regular World of of Warcraft to WoW Classic. So it'll show up there if you have beta access. So get in while you can if you haven't had a chance. And yeah, they're going to be doing some. I think they might be doing another stress test, so you might watch out for that too. Two things have happened that are kind of weird that I don't know that we've seen before. First off, the auction house closed today as of Friday the 14th. Thank God we're not raiding. <laughs> it's going to reopen on patch patch day for the pre-patch. It's literally just not there. You go and click on it, and it says the auction house is closed or something like, like that. And Did you say Friday the 18th? It's Friday the 14th. 
No, I said, yeah, I said it'll open back up on the 18th. I could have said 18th, maybe. I was thinking 18th is the time it's going to open back up. But yeah, so that's closed. And then also the PVP, like you guys are going to hear this on on Monday, and it's going to have closed right before this pod hits. So I'm sorry about that if you didn't know. But if you're really pushing for PVP, you probably are in circles that tell you. But the PVP honor calculations are, are stopping a day earlier than normal so that they can like fully snapshot your characters. But that's kind of like, eh. but like the auction house closing for four days is kind of a weird thing, right? I can only imagine what it'll do to gold prices. (laughs) Oh, but dude, a whole bunch of like consumes, like from what I heard right before it closed, consume prices were like through the roof because you can't get it. Yeah. So do you think it's, are people, what if you had stuff on the auction house? Did you get your deposit back? No, it'll, it'll end like it Not till does. the 18th. No, no, they they um, said if it's still up, uh, when it goes goes down, you will receive your deposits your deposit and your back. items back on the 18th when nice. it comes back up. Very nice. They should do that for resets too. But on the 18th, which means it's not going to be in your inventory for your snapshot, which I guess is probably fine. But it'll be in the mailbox. Yeah, I think it'll still be in your snapshot. It'll still be in your snapshot. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's official with these with these two things. Well, with the PVP one that I completely failed my PVP goals for classic. <laughs> Same. <laughs> that uh, there's no coming back, which I forgot to mention in the what are we doing in WoW? I've also failed my one goal for my warrior of getting Thunder Fury. So that <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm ending i'm ending vanilla with with a couple failures but that's okay we had a good time i ended it's up liking so my warrior more than i thought i would uh originally i only played a warrior in anticipation for thunder fury uh but i had i had a good time so i'm not too upset but it's impossible to get a thunder fairy snapshot for me at this point which means if i get it if i ever play classic era there will be a binding and a hundred bars there and not a thunder fury which is Oh well, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I think I'm maybe like rank four or five for PvP, and it's a it's official. <laughs> that's how, yeah. that's how we ended classic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know oh, the PvP bad, stuff. Ooh, that was not my thing in classic. It's just it's so you know one hundred to zero. It's all about globaling. It gets so so much better later. But yeah. I'd definitely forgotten how global it was. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so it's yeah, it's just been a little weird. Like I was on right before the pod and people were like trying to sell stuff and trade, and I was like, huh, this is weird. <laughs> it was really weird, really bizarre. Yeah, like it's just a yeah. And it's not just like a small period of time, it's four days. I mean, it's a while. Uh it's gonna be a it's gonna be interesting this weekend. <laughs> Definitely. I'll probably just uh I'll probably just be farming this weekend though, so it's not really gonna affect me. If if you're still trying to raid like weekend raiders, if you didn't know about this and you raid log until the weekend, That'll it's gonna suck for you and I'm sorry guys. Yeah. But trade chat is up and running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bazaar is open. All right, so the next bit of news is Awesome. So nameplate distance is getting increased in the Burning Crusade. I believe right now the nameplate 
distance max that you could have is 20. Yeah. And it's being moved up to 20, or you could go up to 41, I believe. Yes, you can go up to 41. It's a kind of a long script to do it. It's the same type of script you would use to increase your how far you could scroll back on your character. We'll have it in the notes. I'm not going to read it out here because it would just sound weird, but it's going to be in the notes so you guys can, can see it. So you will be able to change that. I think that's huge, especially for PvP. I, I could see some PvE implications, but PvP, it's going to be huge. We're warriors, so we didn't understand this. Yeah. But spells are longer than 20 yards. Yes. So there's just no nameplates for range in all of Vanilla Classic if you're at your max oh, distance. Good point. Good so point. yeah, the fact the fact that it was 20 yards is actually crazy. We didn't feel it as much, but tanking, I would feel it when when we would have hunter pulls. You're just waiting for the nameplates to show up as they come toward you. It, it was a little bit silly, and this is like objectively a great change. It's it's these sort of changes that modernize the classic experience. These are the sum changes that we love. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. yeah. These these are the changes we wanted. Yeah, right it's modernizing the classic experience. So you're not yeah. changing the game fundamentally, you're just making the UI better to to play the game. So yeah, I, I think everyone's happy with this. I remember when Bob and I were questing and he'd be like, Can't you see which one is low life? And I'd be like, No, I'm freaking 30 yards away healing you because I'm not gonna try to get hit or cleaved. Yeah, or, why why get you know. closer? Yeah. And yep. so that's huge. I love it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, I think it's I, I I think it's a great change. I don't think there's anything else to say about that, right? All right. Wow, classic character transfer will be re will be reopening with pre patch, so it should be coming on shortly. They say after pre pre patch launches, but they've made a change to the amount of gold you can trans you can transfer. When transferring a character to a different server, they've changed it from 2,000 gold to 5,000 gold. Now, I think this is probably just due to them wanting you to be able, if you saved up the gold, wanting you to be able to get your flying, your epic flying mount if you've saved up that gold. I also think it's them trying to course correct the like unbalanced servers. So if you're on an unbalanced server and you have a lot of gold, but you can only take 2,000 with you to switch to a different server, it's less enticing when TBC comes out because of the mountain, because of a lot of things, right? So being able to transfer with 5,000 gold, maybe it's more enticing for Alliance to come to Horde-populated servers or Horde to go to Alliance-populated servers. Well, here's, here's a quick tip. No matter what server you're transferring to, even if you're going small to big or big to small, Typically, there are some items that you can make money on. So bringing a bunch of gold usually isn't even the way to go. So maybe that 5,000 is good. Uh, so you make sure that you have your money for your mount. But more than that, you really should be investing in either like a trade good, uh, pets. There, there's something that will be worth more money where you're going or it will sell oh, faster fair. where you're yeah. going. And you should just put all your money into items and resell them where you're going and make some gold. Yeah, if you really want to min-max it, you could look at the prices of certain trade goods on your auction house. Now, you have to do it quick because like prices could change. But you look at prices on your auction house, then you make a level one on the, on the server that you're going to want to transfer to. You look at prices there. 
things that cost way less on your server but are way more expensive on the other server, invest in that, trans, trans, transfer, and sell quick. And that's a way to min-max yeah. that. If you want to go even more hardcore, this is getting this is getting pretty tough. But uh, the same people who make the Undermine Journal, which is like the retail, uh, you can look and see current prices without logging into the game. Uh, I think you do have to pay a little bit, maybe 2 or $3 a month uh, for the Booty Bay Gazette, which is their classic version. You can actually see historic data uh, for items. So if you're worried that, hey, okay, pets, like pets are crazy, right? Even on White Main, there might only be a single whelpling or something for sale. So to be able to say that that's for sure the price can be tough. Um, yeah. So if you feel like forking over money and you really want to get into gold making, uh, the Booty Bay Gazette is a super useful tool. Uh, you can log in and you can see which day of the week things cost the most money. Uh, I think they even break it down to hours during the day and stuff, which is a little more hardcore than than I've ever made use of. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you are transferring, you should really take advantage of it. It's one of those things that you'll you'll realize later and regret. Uh, you'll be like, what? It's double the price for mana pots on this server? I should have brought over a bunch of, you know, it's that sort of stuff. Right. You'll you'll definitely regret it if you don't do a little research and, and do it when you transfer. Can I just point out that Booty Bay Gazette is a wonderful title. I love it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now on the darker side of it, this also increases the ability for gold selling sites to really capitalize because I don't know what the price of 5,000 gold would be, but I'm guessing it's a few times the amount that it costs to transfer servers. So it will make gold selling gold sellers. It will make it easier for them to transfer gold from one server to another to help out gold buyers faster. So it will actually increase their, productivity yeah i mean it, it's tough because like almost everything you do like the auction house shut down like everything just changes how gold sellers are are working unfortunately we can't talk about it every episode but if there is one most important thing to talk about it'd be bots and gold sellers every week and how they affect games but almost, almost every game out there is struggling from the same thing whether it's whether it's gold sellers or like if it's a shooter game like hackers and, and bots and, and cheats and things like that. Every game these days is struggling with it, unfortunately. Yeah, it is a definite bummer. But I just wanted to point it out that we didn't forget about that. We know it's there, but this does help out the regular player, especially people that are on servers that need to, you know, get to a server that's not just 100% horde or 100% alliance. You know, this this helps entice them to get to a a happier place. Yeah, it's definitely silly for the transfer limit to be lower than the cost of epic flying. <laughs> like. So the next one, this is where it's going to get a little weird. Okay, so Blizzard lowers the cloning service from thirty five dollars to fifteen dollars. This was after them, they came out and said that the outrage from the, com the community, they saw it, they listened, and they changed it. Now, I do get it, but they changed it by $20 per. I mean, who, who okayed it to begin with? I don't even know where to start. Does somebody want to start here? Because this was just, this cracked me up. Yeah, so we talked about this. So here's here's the course of events that took place over this last month of podcasts, if you'd like to listen to it. They sent out a survey asking if people wanted to pay like $9.99, like maybe $19.99, and I think it went all the way up to $39.99, I think was maybe the highest one we saw. So 
they sent out a survey asking if people would pay that price for a bunch of different surveys. You only got to answer one. So your question would just be, are you willing to pay $39.99 for a, a <laughs> character clone? They sent out these surveys. They officially say the price is $35. They get a lot of backlash that it's too much money. They lower it to less than half of the cost, down to $15. Um, so either this is just outrageous incompetence or it was their plan the whole time <laughs> because so many people who were saying no to thir- to $35 now see $15 and they're like, okay, like 15 suddenly sounds like an amazing deal compared to $35, but the outrageous incompetence to price a service or product at more than double the price than you had to is it's aggravating. I mean, it's just well, aggravating. I guess it... It's absurd. It it's really absurd. It takes us to the fact that... Twofold here. One, the reason we thought that they placed it at $35 was to limit the amount of people that wanted to transfer their character or to, like, clone their character so they didn't have well, to have Well, that's what I thought. I still... I don't right. see any point okay. in that still, but yes, go on. That okay, is, that but was, that's like... That was part of our reasoning there. So... Sorry, yep, I tried to I tried to save you. That was my thought, you know, okay. my yeah. thought alone. Okay, so the other thing is that this is like a Walmart tactic of like this product is $25, but we slashed the Lead price up on aisle four. to $10, right? Like, no, you didn't. I can look it up on Amazon and it's $10 on Amazon too. So who is selling it for $25, right? Yep. And I think that's what they've done. But it was a poor way of doing it. And I think the biggest mistake that they made here was that they responded to the negative feedback, giving that voice even more power. Not that it doesn't deserve it in this case, but it's a slippery slope for them that you responded to people lashing out at you for the amount that this was going to cost. And I don't think you gave enough of an explanation as to why it's literally yeah, that you, you it's gave in, so bad. So, okay. So hev- heavily blizzard favored is where this opinion comes from. Right. But they, they, they gave in to a toddler throwing a, ta- a temper mm-hmm. tantrum and 100%. that's just not how you do it. One. So it's not one, how you modify they behavior. <laughs> they've, yeah, they've set themselves into a, a really bad position where it seems like now our complaining is going to directly affect these sort of things. Two, our understanding of this cost is the amount of resources it would take in order to keep a server up and running, right? We say, okay, they've never offered this product before. They're keeping extra servers running that they wouldn't have kept running for this particular project. It might take a certain amount of hours to do. There's going to be some costs available to us. What this says to me is they ran their cost analysis of this and said, yeah, we could probably do this for $5 per person. Let's charge $35 per person. <laughs> because if $35 per Just person... Just see what happens, right? If they can take it from $35 down to $15 and it's a digital product, that means they were just... and I, I don't normally swear, but they were fucking... Yes. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Is this a digital product? I, I... I work in a service, right? I own a marketing company. All my products are service-based, right? So they don't have a real product value to them. It's based on labor. It's based on on profit margin, other variable and fixed costs that my business has. 
if I could take a product that I sell and then reduce it by more than 50%, then I would have no clients because it, it's just absolutely in, it's insulting to me that they can profit at $15 per person, but they were putting it at $35 per person. Because you know they're not not profiting. Yeah. At $15. Yeah, they're not. Oh, right? they're definitely making a profit at 15. They wouldn't bring it down to 15. I think that's the BS about it, right? Is they said, you know, over the last week or so, we've gotten a very large amount of feedback from the community and we decided to lower the price. That's great. Why did you put it at that place in the beginning? And the only reason you decided to lower the price was because you realized by having it at that price that you were going to be, you were going to actually make less money because so many more people weren't going to pay for the character transfer that now it's transitioned into this idealism that Bob had about like, well, maybe they just want to know the active people on the server. No, it was about money and they can't yeah. get that money with the $35. So they're going with 15 because twice as many people will pay the 15 and that's a lot more money than half the people paying 35. Like, yeah, this, the opposite effect needs to happen. Like I don't want to cause an outrage here, but the outrage that you felt at $35 should not be subsided because they moved it to 15. You should be right. even more mad about it. The fact that they didn't need to charge anywhere close to 35 and are we're going to, you should be more mad now. You should be upset because how do you trust any price point for anything now? Like everything is now just, they're just going to charge us anything. Why send a survey? Why do I know. research? I know. Why do any market research if you're then just going to, it, it, I, I'm absolutely flabbergasted. When I price out a service, like we, we test it to see if the service works. We want to make sure it's good. We have to figure out what it costs us to do. And we have to figure out what it's worth to somebody. And then you mm -hmm. talk to people. You figure out what price point makes sense, right? If you're going to do market research, then you, the survey, fine. I didn't, I mean, I didn't, we talked about the survey and some of the problems with that data collection to begin with. It is a little bit odd. Uh, yeah. The way that they handled it. And personally, if I was doing that to like clients and sending out these these kind of surveys, would you pay X, would you pay Y? I wouldn't find that data to be particularly useful uh, no. coming back to me. It's not but valid data. Why send a survey at all if you can be that finicky with your pricing within like a seven day period? It's just to me. If it's they just... went down to 30 or 27, maybe I could say 2999. Okay, they're cutting their profit margin. Okay, that's good. Good for them, right? Going down this much, this is literally inexcusable. And it kicks them in the ass. Like, they have zero credibility now. Yeah. I am so freaking glad you guys are like echoing exactly my thoughts. I was just like, everybody's praising them. Like, oh, they're saying things like, like Blizzard, this is a good change. I'm glad you did it. I can't believe it took everybody so long to like, or so much out, you know, outcry for you, for you to change this. And it's just like, I'm just looking at the change and be like, this is absurd. Yeah. If anybody thinks this is not about the money and the fact that they thought that they were going to lose money by charging more. No, they're Blizzard's crazy. finally listening. Blizzard is they're, finally no, listening to the player base. They're listening to the number of people that said they were yeah, not going to buy it now. So, yes, they are listening to us because we're not going to pay for 
their service. Exactly. And they're not listening with the Dark Portal Hearthstone. They're not listening with the Mount. They're not listening with the 58 Boost, which I do think the fifth, it's a lot of people still excited <laughs> about the 58 Boost, but they're not listening about a lot of things, but they are about this. It's just about the thing that affects their profit margin. That is the thing that they are listening to, is the thing that affects their profit margin. And Oh, I feel like why aren't they why aren't they researching prior? First of all, yeah, re research prior. Don't do open surveys. First of all, like that whole thing was ridiculous, and I was mad about that to begin with. Hire me, Blizzard. I will handle all of your problems. It is so easy. Don't hire it me. It is so easy. You ready? It's thirty five dollars. We have listened to community feedback. We've decided <laughs> that uh, because we want to promote an active and healthy community on Classic Era. Um, despite the technical uh, advances and, and the team members we'll need to put toward Classic Era, we've decided to lower the cost down to $29.99 so that we can have more players who are capable of coming on to uh, this particular service. Or not only, not only are we bringing it down to $29.99, we now have the ultra deluxe version of the deluxe edition of TBC where you only pay an extra $20 dollars on top of you know now it's 90 dollars for the ultra deluxe you pay an extra 20 dollars and now you can also get your copy at the same time all of these things they still make more than 15 dollars per person yeah but it just sounds so much better it sounds or, like they have a reason they're doing it and like, like honestly, they're taking a hit for it they well, said nothing okay. they literally just framed it as people have complained so we lowered the cost a little bit and it's just absurd to me that this is what Blizzard marketing has come to. Like, I felt like them just shutting up would have been better than this. <laughs> like, or they could have done it. something. They could have done something where they said they could have just really turned it around on the people that write up the 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 blue post. And they could have said, oh, this was an error. This was an error. We meant $35 for your account, not... Your your individual characters because everybody's like I'm gonna have to pay thirty five a character. I have four I have four characters. They could have just been like no 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 that it was um it was a misunderstanding between the de the development team and the you know community team. We've we're changing it to thirty five dollars per account. Or they even could have just come out and said sorry. We didn't think about the fact that people would want to move more than one character, and we're going to let you have this for thirty five bucks for the entire account and all characters. And that would have been a fix that would have made sense too. But this just dropping it to fifteen is just like, wow, you guys were unprepared. Yeah, I don't think lying about it is the solution though. Like I don't well, yeah, think yeah. lying. <laughs> Like I'm just saying, saying what they could have done behind the scenes. That's all I'm saying. Right. And I get that. They could have done that behind the scenes, but we don't know how many people went and talked to other people and said that this is $35 or if there was any other interviews with different people that went out. Right. I, the I, best thing would have been to say, hey, we didn't think about the fact you'd want to move more than one character. We're going to allow all your character or up to four characters for the $35 charge. I mean, that would have been of something that would have worked too. Yeah, that's fine. But then again, it's still $35 for a person that wants to move one character. And how is that fair? Right? You know what this <laughs> says to me? This says to me, yeah, we don't need to talk about these hypotheticals, but this says to me that I mean, I could be wrong, but that $35 is coming from somewhere that this $15 did not come from. 
people at Blizzard were probably like $35 is way too much money because it's so obviously too much money. Like $35, listen, it's just too much money (laughs) to copy my character over. I wasn't going to do it. So my, I think, well, here, here, I think that people there were probably saying that 35 is too much and it should be 15 or 19.99 or 9.99. But finally they just said, forget it, put it out at 35. And then they decided to leverage the community feedback to get the pricing they want. This smells like like corporate. Yeah, this smells like the kind of corporate stuff when I like when you're working for some manager who won't listen to you. You're like, fine, let's just let like let's let's let have the bad thing happen where everyone's angry, and then we leverage that and say we told you it needs to be fifteen. But that is scary. They need they need to be oozing confidence right now. This is their yes. game launch. Classic Vanilla was a joke. Classic Vanilla was, eh, you know, whatever. We're just putting this out there because you're begging for it. TBC is, we are now monetizing this properly. We have a bigger team. This is now a legitimate game we have. And they're just messing around. That's how it feels like. They're just flying by the seat of their pants, messing around. This is insanity that they could move it. I, I don't know. I, that's all I have to say. And we've heard from multiple Blizzard X in employees. I think, I think uh, the last time I heard someone talk about it was uh, Baba. Dang it, Baba. Baba Gadoot show. Baba, dang it. It doesn't. It's an X Blizzard employee friends with Kevin Jordan. It does matter though. Baba, it's I'll, Baba something. I'll look it up while you're. All right. So he he went on and did an, a really great interview with Josh Corbett on on Countdown to Classic, and he talked about he didn't give names, but he talked about a a quote unquote money guy making his life hell. And I bet you you're right. Yep, I bet you these money guys are on it, and they're like, no, we could ask this, we could ask this, and they're like, they just gave up and said, fine, do it. And then it's it's bad for the entire company, but maybe. The guys at, at at Blizzard did us a solid behind the scenes that we'll ne- they'll never be able to take credit for until they leave the company. And so you have to think about that, that it might not be the guys that are you know, providing the game for us. You always have to think about that. I definitely don't think it's the guys providing the game for us. I think that's very clear that the people providing the game for us are the gamers, the people like-minded with us that are trying to find a way with financial people that don't understand the gaming industry that are just looking at specific numbers, right? And they say, you have to hit this margin and this profit and this whatever. And they're saying, these are the numbers you have to hit. So what the people that are gaming enthusiasts are trying to do is figure out what the least impactful way of hitting those numbers gets them and i think that that is just real life now that is what people have to do and do they always pick the right thing no did they say like give in on the character boost and do it to 35 because whatever i'm focused on tbc probably right that's likely the scenario that occurred and is this the only win they got because the outrage was across Almost the entire the the so the the hashtag some changes has been great for a while now, but last week, let's just be honest, it was a shit show. I mean, 
most of the changes people were pissed off about. And even retail people were pissed off because they're like, well, so I just get a mount in retail with this. I don't get the toys. I don't get, you know, so you have to look at it from the other side too. Of the retail people were just like, well, I don't get crap for this, but a mount for 70 bucks. Yeah. So it's just, it's weird how they're trying to like link the two games. I don't like that part. It's funny because this this does scream of not gamers, right? Like that's the most important thing is the $35 price point is not a gamer decision because no. gamers waste their money, but it's on very specific things that that clearly someone I can I can I can see the conversation unfolding. Okay. So we have players who are willing to spend $20 a month or, or not $20 a month, like $20 or $25, whatever it is for a retail mount, right? We have players who are willing to spend $20 to $25 for a mount. Just a cosmetic thing in a game that they have thousands of mounts. So, of course, someone would pay $35 to keep a character that they put in like 100 days played into. They got all this gear, all this loot. Of course, $35. That's only two of these stupid cosmetic mounts, right? That's like less than two mounts worth to be able to save their character and play an entire game. That obviously makes sense. But the problem is, gamers are just psychos. We will drop $50 for some cosmetic nonsense, but the access to the game, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Like, like Gamers aren't into that. Like, like right. We love that freemium stuff. Let us play the game for free and then charge us $80 to have a cool sword. But you're going to make us pay $35 to copy our character over if it's insulting to people. That's why it's like we, it really is not people who are passionate about games making that $35 decision because they should really have an understanding that gamers are super finicky and we're willing to pay a lot of money for stupid stuff or certain things, right. but not for access to the character we already have. Like, it's so silly. But you also have to think, so the people with the finances are saying Candy Crush does this. This game does this. Like, and if you want to like look at it, it's like our Blizzard people are still trying to be Blizzard people, but they're being managed by this other company. They're saying, like, no, we're not gonna charge for items. We're not gonna get items paid. Okay, you you can charge for this. Like, let's put this yeah. in to to kind of subside the anger that's coming in from up top that says you need to you know, charge for different items. You need to put in more pay to play all of this stuff. So in that aspect, I think they've done a good job where they have actually only put in items that do generate money, but that don't give a disadvantage to players that don't pay for them. Right. I mean, see that dark portal. I'm, I'm going to keep harping on it. That dark portal hearthstone, please delete it. Blizzard. Okay. Please so it, would you please. rather have the dark portal hearthstone or a, Epic sword that you can buy. Oh God, yeah, exactly. Uh, of, of course, I'm but I'm saying, saying, like, give me, give me the three dwarfs dancing around you while you hearth that that Yip <laughs> talked about last week. Not the huge freaking dark portal, right? I guess it's just semantics, though. Like, I just want to say, it's not that, semantics; it's area of effect. Okay, well, I just want to say that I think that the things that they have implemented that are pay to play, other than the character cloning have been annoying, but not game-changing. And Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> the, the character cloning, the biggest issue is the price point. And the price point decreasing by that amount of money. And 
showing us that that amount of money was just pure profit. And we know they're still making a profit at this yep. amount of money. So that's the, they feel like they answered the call <laughs> and said, we give in, here you go. But all they've shown us is that what else is there that is not costing you that much money? And why don't you pay your employees more then? <laughs> yeah, if you call, it's like, yeah, it's like, I've seen I've seen this like on Reddit sometimes or something like with hospital bills where, you know, it, it costs this amount of money. And if you call and be like, this is too much, I'll just cut it in half. Like, yeah, all right. Uh, we'll just take some money off then. This is like that. But they took so much money off that I'm like, I just am so outraged. Like, I really hope that people stay mad about this. That's like the biggest thing is that you do see people. And even I felt relief when I, oh, $15, that's that's more reasonable. But when you just sit back and think about what that means and what they were willing to do to the player base for classic era servers, it's just way too crazy. Now, if they had infrastructure for Classic Plus, and we knew that there was going to be a Classic Plus experience, I can understand okay. there being some sort of box price tied to that. But as of right now, Classic Era is a museum, and they were just gonna they were gonna just take Bank every penny it. they could from the player base, and they still are. And people are gonna be sa- are, they're gonna be sash- like they're gonna be satiated with that. They're gonna be fine. Oh, $15, that's fine. Don't be. Be mad that Blizzard was willing to sell their players out. Honestly, don't do it. If you want to play Classic Era, start a new character on Classic Era server and play it again. Like, mm. what do you need to do with your current character? You I mean, want to I don't, keep yeah, going I don't, on that? I don't even, we've talked about this many times, but I was just, I, I, I was just going to say, like, that's the beauty of our format as opposed to, like, 10 minute YouTube videos. Cause we have time to like actually take it and think about yeah. it because I don't know about you, Mel, but I know, you know, Yip said it and I definitely felt it like the first time I saw it, I was like, Oh, good, good, good change. I tweeted about it and then said something like, Oh, good change. Now can we talk about deleting the, you know, the, uh, Dark Portal Hearthstone, but like I didn't even really, it didn't sink in until later that I actually thought about, well, this was huge. So it's, I mean, part of me doesn't like that we have, you know, like a format that comes out the same time every week, but the other part of me feels like it's kind of blessed to have time to really soak it in and give like true thoughts after sleeping on it. Yeah, they like you'll. (laughs) By the time you listen to this, the auction houses are probably about to open up again, and then so that's. The negative, the positive is that we can sit and re-get mad about these things before the podcast <laughs> happens. We can yes. really think about how Blizzard is still the bad guys here. But this is what I was talking about earlier. This is what I was alluding to. I was like, there's no way Mel's going to be on Blizzard's side with these kind of ridiculous. Because this is bad business. Like, this is right. just bad business. This is just bad business. And I'm not on their side when they do bad business. And I'm not yeah, even on their side yeah. when they do good business. Yeah, I just this try is to bad understand business. it. <laughs> this yeah, is bad. Yeah, you can't even understand this. There's no positive here for Blizzard. This makes them look bad. Yeah, this is like their rookie marketer was like, we yeah. should just do it. Like, let's go. And <laughs> it got an initial positive reaction. And it was like, yay, you're the best. And now I feel like they're just going to realize, oh, you gave in to the tantrum. And now guess what? That's all you're going to yeah. get. And now guess what? Nobody trusts anything that you say because they're going to question every price point you put on anything in the yep. future because you obviously yep. are making so much money and that's just stupid like 
If I could decrease the cost of my services by half, no. It's too hot. It's too crazy. Like that amount yeah. is it's predatory almost. Yeah. Like if you think because we don't we don't know the cost. We don't know the cost of of the good. So with digital products, like I understand that you have to make a profit, but mm-hmm. I assume that there is some labor and there are some other costs involved. You know, there's server costs, there's power costs, there's labor costs. I totally understand that. But yeah, it's just way too I mean, crazy. From, okay. From an IT pers- pers- perspective, I can give you a little insight on what the cost is. It's all up front. There's no cost afterwards. There's what they have to do is, well... Yes, if people play, but what they have to do up front is they have to make the the new classic era servers. They have to copy the player database from the existing classic servers that are going to move to Burning Crusade, and they have to import that database into the classic era servers. Now, all the work's done. All that has to be done after that is they have to mark that character on the database as live because your characters are all going to show gray. As soon as you pay that $15 cloning fee on either server, the, the database gets one, one check and it's just live. And then that character is uh, available to you at that. There's no cost of moving it from one because if you server trans, uh, tr- uh, transfer, what they're doing is moving your character data from one database to another. That's not what they're doing here. They're literally doing all the cost up front. I don't know what that costs, but it's not that high. I guarantee you. Yeah. I mean, that's, the, but yeah, but when we first started talking about prices associated with this, everyone would say like, oh, it's like there's costs involved. Like they're doing this, like they can't do it for free because this is something they don't normally do. You don't normally get to keep your character like in two versions of the game. So I get it. Correct. But, but like it's if we're talking but like knowing, a 600% it's the markup, fact that an 800% markup, like what yes. are we talking here on that $35 price point? Did they do a cost analysis and they're like, okay, we, <laughs> this is how much it costs. And then they were like, yeah, $35 will make us 100x more than we need. <laughs> like it is so crazy. Yeah. And the way that the blue post, says this is like this is i don't i wish they really need to be more specific they should have put out uh something better because they say specifically a lower price will likely still accomplish our goals with the new service but they don't explain what the new goal is and the way i read this is a price goal that they want like they will still make enough money for this to be worth it but it you know we'll have more players which just shoots them in the foot right it's like so if that lower price would still accomplish it why are you doing it well but and then there's the other school of thought me looking on the bright side is like hey i you know want them to charge more so that those servers are actually pop populated which doesn't matter we're going to talk about another change later so all right we should probably move on we've harped on this a lot so yeah we yeah we're just like we're continuing to bitch but you know what like be yeah, mad. it's definitely something to be to be to, to be angry about. But and it's not just us that is angry. So Blizzard recently on the uh, World of Warcraft YouTube put out a new uh, classic video explaining Dry and I and I'm still I'm never going to say that right. But Dry and I, Dry and I, or what, however you say it, and Blood Elves, and they explained. You know what they do. They explain jewel crafting and the pre patch. It was like a new video that they put to- together. 
Right now, it has three times the, the, the dislikes that it has likes. People are angry, and this video shows it. Like, if you look at the, the video that played at BlizzCon Line of the You Are Not Prepared video that they kind of tweaked and changed, that has 40,000 likes to, like, a 1,000 dislikes. So people went from really excited to mad. Have you guys watched this? Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. But no, I don't think they're, they're not mad at anything in the video, which is the silly thing. Is like everyone's just mad about the problem is is like what are people mad about and what are the merits of being mad about it? Because I don't think that there is very much merit. I understand the disappointment that people are are having uh, with there being like a deluxe edition and all that stuff. But to me, I don't really I don't care if 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 that's why you're disliking a video that is just in general like promoting the Burning Crusade. I think that you are just kind of like mad and short sighted. I think that these sort of things should be expected and normal. So the fact that people are complaining about this this hard is a little bit silly. Like, I don't think they're doing anything that bad. Well, I think it's, I think it boils down to like the information that they let go last week. Like if you, if you think about each of us, each of us were mad about different things. I think just that amount of of information coming out and everybody having problems with different pieces of it, leads to right. a whole lot of public uproar and just people pissed off. And people are so passionate about this game. Yeah. I can understand if I was re-rolling Shaman or Paladin to be a main, that is the kind of thing that gets a dislike out of me. Because <laughs> like, and that would be something I, may, I would be upset about because they're talking about Blood Elves and Draenei in this video. And the fact that they're only giving you two weeks to level, to me, and we've talked about this, I think it's just silly. I think it's actually ridiculous to give any extra time at all and then not give an adequate time for normal people. So I kind of, I get that. But like, if you look at comments, it's kind of split between people talking about like cash shops and then people talking about uh, the two week pre-patch period. And I do both think that both are are kind of annoying. They would allow them to be 58 boosted. Right. They're not. Yeah. It's not like a cash shop. That's the problem is maybe it's because I have a lot of retail experience and maybe because I play a lot of different games. I know a lot of wow gamers are just wow gamers. So maybe they don't see the kind of just like, sculpatory horrible practices that are out there now for every freemium game that exists like you look at call of duty Warzone, leave legends like all these things that have insane price points to the things that you think you should get for free so to me this is sort of just they're still way below the like the average of these sort of annoying things they call like i said before is calling like the mount a, a, a cash shop mount and stuff like that is ridiculous because it's not what it is it's a deluxe edition um so that's you can a get a mount silly. without paying for it yeah, like a deluxe edition is fine. I think a deluxe edition is fun, actually, personally. Some of the stuff you can have complaints about, like, For you sure. know, the Dark Portal thing, you know, whatever. Um, but I think having some sort of fun addition to the game is fine. It's fine. Um, okay. Okay. Well, then let me move it on to the next point. Actually, I'm going to skip the next point that's in the notes because do we really need to talk about that? Maybe we can talk about it after. But just because of what you just mentioned... The Burning Crusade, Wow Wowhead got their Burning Crusade classic press kit. <laughs> now, this is something that I think what I was pointing out before is this is the type of thing that should have been the actual deluxe edition I'm, I'm or the collector's uh, edition. So let me tell you what the press kit gets. This is what the press guys get, guys. So... And don't worry, we didn't get it, so don't get mad at us. But 
it's basically a whole bunch of of actual physical items. It's three coasters, which are burning crew, like ev- like everything's burning cr- crusade. So there's three coasters. There's five mag- magnetic badges. There's an Outland map puzzle, which would have been great for collectors to put together and then frame. It would have been something you could keep as art for a long time. There's a map of Outland that you get that looks pretty fancy. This is the type of thing that I thought should have been in a collector's edition or a deluxe. I guess deluxe editions oftentimes don't come with these types of things in this day and age, but collector's editions do. So maybe this is... But it's too late. Like, if this is like something they were going to offer for a collector's edition, it's kind of too late. They did the same thing with the vanilla release too. Yeah, uh, they had a little press kit like this, which again, vanilla, the classic vanilla release was. I don't want to say a joke, but it was a trial. It's a test. It's a tiny thing people are clamoring for. Let's see how it goes. Now this is a real game. They are charging us seventy dollars for a deluxe edition. They are capable and have made physical burning crusade memorabilia buttons they, they've got they've got a map they've got coasters magnetic badges and a map puzzle and we can't get that in our deluxe edition or super deluxe edition that costs a little bit more than the 70 dollars. come on this is just so what an insult what an insult to the people that have loved blizzard for so long that we agreed just, Agreed. I think that you should be able to access something like this for a price point. And a statue of Illidan. That's what I I want. I also think that this is nothing different than what any game does to their highest, like, content creators, right? Not every game has a deluxe edition, however. The problem is is that Blizzard has set up a standard. Yeah. Blizzard has set up a standard of physical deluxe products. The fact that they're now doing a classic TBC release that has a deluxe edition is the perfect time to hit the nostalgia of like, we are older gamers. We like these physical things. So like, yeah, like this, they're this this is normal. Like the press kit is normal. They're not doing it to be. But it's usually the press kit is a lot of times something they can also buy. It's just the press gets right. it for free, right? Exactly, yeah. And this is, a, this is um, listen, if you look at these items, they are pretty low quality. Yeah. They are lower quality than what you would get in a collector's edition, hands down. These are like little printable things that you can like, you can set up a Shopify site and like print all these out yourself in, in, in an evening. Yep, yep. These are not insane things, but it is just like... I just like, what are they doing? I just don't know what they're it doing. It still anymore. irked me. Yeah. yeah it still irked I was ups- me that they did this. I wasn't sure if you'd be upset. Like, we didn't talk about this before the podcast. And I was wondering if you would be upset like I was. Cause I was like, this is just, I want this. I don't know. I want a little puzzle yeah. or a map or something. The fact something. that they just don't even have it available to other people yeah. is really like, even and, if like, it charge wasn't a even profit. Just- even if it or wasn't just the- reprint the art book that came with the original TBC or something like that. I mean, I would pay for that because I lost mine. I just don't think it's, I don't know, giving exclusive things to people. <laughs> streamer privilege, man. Streamer privilege. Yeah, but that's fine. Do you think any of anybody that got this press kit? was not going to cover TBC anyways. <laughs> like they can give them one, maybe one extra thing that's like just exclusive to them because they 
cover their content well, right? That's fine. But I don't think there was any like criteria to this. And there's no way for anybody to access any of this stuff. And that's what's frustrating is that you're about money. You want to make money. Here's a way to make money. And you just kind of throw it out the window. I do want to say, though, we have a lot of like free stuff that the Overwatch League gave us, and we appreciate that, guys. I'm oh, 100%. To, I'm just saying you should – like the stuff that we got, besides the Reinhardt and Tracer, like little Coca-Colas, I'm pretty sure everything we got was purchasable from the shop. I'm just mad because we can't get this, and it doesn't come with the Deluxe. Because it is – it's coasters, it's magnets – it's a crazy. puzzle. Like the puzzle would be really cool. Like if just they added the puzzle, like if they just sent you something for this $70 deluxe version. Bob like really wants the puzzle. You know, Bob's had a puzzle that he's not put together for a really, really long time. So. No, oh, that's a Lego set. It's just like the problem is this is, this is just proof that they can make physical products that there's that there. I don't see a reason they couldn't take pre-orders of these products. Or not these products. I got listen. I'm gonna reiterate that these are these do seem kind of like they're just whatever. They're not like these insanely high quality. They're not bribing these people. Most press people who are getting this will probably throw this junk out. <laughs> this is just they'll sort probably of give whatever. it away on coasters. a stream or something. Yeah, yeah. Like these are just some low quality core coasters. It's cool, um, but it is like you know, if this wasn't a game that had nostalgia that didn't that you know it's had this long running physical collector's edition. The fact that they didn't have to do a TBC Deluxe Edition, but they decided to, and that's cool. But if you're trying to really hammer home that classic side, this you take an, you take an opportunity to make the community love you by putting out, you know, if you put a C, I mean, maybe a CD soundtrack is a little bit too crazy dated. Uh, or, but a but map, they could have done like pad. an MP, like an MP3 thing where yeah. you get it off a. Uh, iTunes or off of Spotify or something. A mouse pad, any of these sort of just extras. um, There's really, it's just showing us that like their care is just in the wrong place. They have the ability to do this. Uh, You know, they're, they're putting effort and time into this. I'm sure it's different departments that are doing this, but it just feels like they're just really dropping the ball on all everything TBC. Uh, you know, they're going too. They're going too fast. They'll so, charge us thirty five dollars for a copy, but won't even let us get physical products in a deluxe edition or collector's edition. Right, I get that, but think about it though. Before, like when you bought TBC, before you could buy the regular version or the deluxe version, right? But where did you buy it? Yeah, you had Game a stuff. yeah. The supply you had chain to go thing somewhere. Is a serious issue, and you had to go there and you had to get it and. That's the biggest difference is that if they add in now those costs physical aren't items subs, aren't subsidized right, by they add the in different physical, items, physical places. And now we're at this point where now they have to have this shipping company <laughs> ship yeah, out well, all these items. The shipping is they sh- they should team with Amazon then. Team with Amazon. How about team with their third parties they already use to sell memorabilia? Blizzard doesn't make t-shirts. They don't make toys. Anything that Blizzard sells, what? already they already solve these problems. They have third-party providers for all this stuff. Make a new T-shirt that says "I am not prepared on it" or "You are not prepared" or "I was prepared." Like they've done this before. Or we're gonna make sure you <laughs> prepared. No, yeah, but I, guys, I totally agree. We want a T-shirt that says "You think you do, but you don't." Yeah, That's the I, T-shirt I, we want Blizzard to make. 
Mel's absolutely right, though. And that's what I was saying about it's being a different department. Like, you know that it's not the I, I it, it wouldn't even surprise me if like classic devs didn't know that like there was a little press kit getting made and sent out no. because it's just like a different department doing that entirely. It is not yeah, anyone the marketing who's really team. like that's like exactly it's the marketing team. It's a PR department. Yeah. It is not these people. So you don't you don't have to be mad at them as a whole. It just feels like when you see it. Along with everything else, you just feel like, hey, come on, remember us? Like, remember the people who care about this game a lot? There, I, I've talked about before about we need to move into an era where the game isn't nostalgia driven and it's like a, a standalone good game. But that doesn't mean you can't make a profit off of us, like old nostalgic fools. Like, <laughs> charge us thirty five dollars for a t shirt. That's way too much money for a t shirt. But if it says some Burning Crusade stuff on it, call it a collector's edition. I'll pay for it. Like uh, these are the things I'm willing to pay for. And then we can wear it. Yeah, we can wear it to the next physical Blizz, BlizzCon and Someday be like, we we'll bought the again. collector's edition. Blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah, yeah. But All right, well, yeah. Yeah, just sad. Yeah, should probably move on to the one that was above. I just thought that with our con- with our conversation, it led into talking about that, but. This next one is interesting to me, and I'm pretty sure it's what I think it is. But basically, they're talking about on May 18th, the classic era realms are going to be grouped. Now, I don't understand why. I think it's just all of the, the West Coast servers. servers. Like, yeah, it could be a bunch of dead servers, but there is a whole bunch of servers with white main clustered. These are going to be the classic era servers. Should we read them out? I mean, nah. Yeah, that. It just says basically there's going to be a PvP realm, a normal realm, and an RP realm. No. Right? Yeah, but it's a different. Yeah, there's. They're saying RP servers will be grouped together. PV servers, PvP right. servers will be grouped together. PVE servers will be grouped t- together. I don't know why they call them normal servers because they're not. The most popular server in this time period was PVP. So I don't know why I they think, call I it think normal. that's just normal. I think that's just the phraseology. I think PVE is the normal server. Like I think that just yeah. is. But yes, but that's I don't know why they class they classify that as normal if it's not as popular as I just mean I think they PVP historically servers, they might have classified it that way as normal. Maybe, I think that maybe. might just be why. Um but yeah, I mean they're they're combining them. It's it's just classic era though. This is not. But they're PBC. not combining them though. Yeah, yeah. This is only classic era. But it doesn't look like they're combining them. It looks like they're doing what they do in retail, which was my worry at the very beginning when they talked about this. It looks like they're having clusters where you're not really on the same server, same auction house, same general chat. I actually disagree with you. You think uh, I'm wrong entirely. I believe that everyone is going to be on one server entirely. I think that everyone in these connected realms, they will have right. the same auction house. They will, I, I believe that is the case because they talk about establishing strong communities and things like that. And yeah. the com- there are people in the comments who talk very matter of factly, and I don't know where they get this from, but they are. But people in the comments are suggesting that it would just be that so i don't know if you've messaged people recently but in the last patch i think 1.13 that you actually saw this change where when you message somebody it'll pop up like yip dash white main instead of just yip oh i have seen that i don't know what that is i believe that everyone will be on the same server and to deal with the people with the same name you'll be classified as yip dash white main 
but you'll have the same auction house. You'll have the same place. You can make guilds together. I think that I think that there'll just be one real realm. That didn't even register with with me, but I've seen that multiple times recently. Wow, yeah. stealth change. Okay, so question though is that they've got all of these like regions that they're saying like, hey, we're gonna merge these and these and these. I don't understand how they can make this decision on who they're going to merge and when they're going to merge and what's going to merge before they actually see how many people are playing classic era plus it's the survey. It's no. the survey they did months and months ago. I know. I promise it is because yes, but that's unreliable data. They were asking if you'd be playing both at the same time. They asked if you would transfer and not play. They asked if like, you would copy and not play. They asked all those very specific questions about what your playing habit would Did be they like. Ask me? I think. Oh, I. Okay, if I would have gotten get it, to though, take it. Yeah. would it have yeah. been my character in what like, realm I'm on? Yeah, so, yeah, so what it asked okay. you. So uh, I, actually, that's a really interesting point. I, I don't think they're looking at that. I think they were just looking at broadly. Um, you know, they they send out the survey and they say 10% of people will play classic era at launch of TBC. 30% will will maybe play a fresh classic at some point, and then most people will be playing TBC or whatever. We we had we don't have the real data. We had seen um a and maybe Bob remembers specifically whose it was, but there was a third party survey that we had some data on. Right. And I think I really think that that's the data that they're looking at. Uh, because yeah, how could you beforehand know which servers will be dead or not? I think that they just know that all the servers will be dead. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they're just combining as many as they can in the different like <laughs> yeah. categories. Yeah, well, I think it is like here's the West Coast PvP. Here yeah. the because <laughs> like you yeah. look at White Main. White Main's one of the largest servers, and there's literally like. Yeah, 79 <laughs> other servers combining with it and i'm like what yeah i think that they're going off the fact that they think no one's going to be playing classic era or a very small portion of the population will be and they're just like doesn't matter throw them all together you guys did this come out before or after the announcement that they decreased the price oh um came out after because I, I usually put the news in order. But real quick, on a little side note, uh, uh, Betty J in the chat said that, side note, he always pictured Yip as blonde. And I just wanted to say, I pictured Yip as blonde, too, before I actually saw him in, in person. Because really? we rated for a while before I actually saw him in person. Blonde, eh? I don't think I pictured Yip as blonde. I'm, I'm brown-eyed, brown-haired. <laughs> I can't remember, though. Uh, like everybody knows, I have All a of very us are, bad actually. memory. That's weird. But I cannot remember what I pictured Yip as. I know it was not like when I met Yip, I was like, oh, but I don't think it was Bond. We do have some breaking news in the chat. Stoof uh, gave us some some breaking news. Uh, The devs say we have not been planning to open Guild Banks with the launch of Burning Crusade Classic. They're going to come into the game in a future patch, and we're working to make that happen sooner than it would have happened following the original patch progression of of uh, Guild Banks in uh, TBC. Guild Banks were originally same patch as Zulamon, so yeah. 
So I knew huh. that it came later, but who cares? That's so weird. It must just be broken. Do you not have the code to put the guild banks in right now? Like, come on. Yeah, it seems weird not to just it's, have them come in right broken. off the bat. I, I, I can almost guarantee it has to be broken. There's a because bug. Because they say, and we're working to make that happen sooner than it would have if we'd follow the original patch progress in. So to me, they're just like, it just doesn't work. And yeah. uh, <laughs> they need to they need to put it together. And we're going to say... We're going to try to get it in earlier than the patch progression usually should be. So that just kind of. This is a huge bummer. So just to, not to glance over it. So they're saying that that guild banks, and we've talked about how guild banks are coming in in the, in TBC. Um, they're just not going to have guild banks on the outset, which hurts us. It we does. were hoping Kim would take over our guild bank and manage everything. <laughs> but we were really hoping to make use <laughs> of that group guild bank. So that, that is really sad um, that they're not going to have them come out. But the way that it reads sounds like it's a technical issue, not anything to do with balance. Because I don't see how a guild bank is anything other than just like a convenience. It's a quality of life change yeah. that comes in TBC. There's no reason it wouldn't come out right away unless it were broken. It's yeah, it's it's literally got to be that it's broken and they have so much stuff they have to yeah. do before this launch. Like, they we're gonna put that one on the back. It burner. could be that it might even be in at the launch, but they're just like basically getting the word out to us, you know, which we've been asking for too. So we kind of have to look at that. Like, I just wish they would say, I, you'd, I, I'd wish it would be more transparent. Why not just say there's a technical issue? Guild banks are not active we will solve it as soon as we can we won't delay the release of pre-patch like why not i just don't understand the like trying to tiptoe around the actual issue because all it does is makes people come up with other reasons as to why this would be the case and those are always wrong not just other reasons, it's now all the all the stuff that we weren't sure when it was coming out. Like there were talks about when the engineering goggles would be out, which is going to be later than we originally thought. There were talks about drums being changed. We did think that, you know, there might be some small things here or there that do come out at different times. The Guild Bank, though, that is like big enough that if they were planning on it to be in a different patch would have been on their like patch progression list. Yeah. That's like a big thing that you just assume like, are there other things that we're not thinking of that just won't be in the game because like summoning stones, not summoning. I'm so glad you brought this up because I wanted to bring it up. It could be stuff like, uh, possible friendly re resists. And we actually found out one of the things that falls in that category mm -hmm. this week in Nax. So in Nax, there were a whole bunch of like uh, poison, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? D-poison, anti-poison things that were super low level that worked on this oh, yeah. high level content, right? And many of us that played the game before never even thought to to use them because they they didn't work in van in Vanilla, but then when they did work in classic, we thought, oh, well, maybe we just never knew about this. But it turns out that because of that over that oversight, all these different low level anti poisons worked on everything, and now they could be re resisted. And we found that out in next this last week, yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, like what boss did we find that out on? Different percent chance. Um, 
We we had talked on about the it, uh, trash. Yeah, on the trash packs. The Necro Stalker trash. Uh, the low level anti venoms do not have a hundred percent chance to take it off, but they have a chance to take it off. So it's just it's yeah. That, so just imagine really how hard Visitus would have been if those Without level twenty. Yeah, and the poison resist elixirs do work still though. So we did use a lot of those. Do they? Like yeah, they're the poison they're resist like elixirs twenty hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I was just saying this weird. The elixirs work. It's just the anti venom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the yeah, but that that is definitely interesting. I think we can uh, move on. I'm just in, interested to see how that whole thing works, and I think you might have hit it on the head. Yep. With the whole setting someone to tell and it says white yeah. like it's basically just going to change your name behind like your name you might have the same name as somebody walking around in storm wind that's definitely possible but then if you send someone to tell or anything like it's going to have that yeah. tag of white maid or fairbanks yeah. or whatever yeah so they should hopefully be the same realm and if they're not and we find that out that that's a that's a big point of contention but assuming that they're still going to be the same realm now is the best time to ruin communities or whatever for classic era because there there's going to be a huge shift in the player base. Now's the time to connect them. <laughs> do you think there's going to be like clicks? You think it's going to be like, oh, dude, you're a white man, dude. I don't know about that, man. Oh, Fairlina. Not only that, the people who are playing classic era, I could be wrong. This could be like, I could be way off, but I believe that the people playing classic era will actually be like the real sicko hardcore freaks. Exactly. So like it won't be it will be toxic. I think it might end up being toxic. I could be wrong. Maybe there are a bunch of like normal people who are gonna be playing classic era and just don't want to go to TVC and maybe the communities will be okay. But I can't imagine like the first couple of weeks or the first couple of months of classic era, anyone's still like raiding and playing, they they're probably they're probably gonna be pretty intense. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be some uh, definite s- server pride and yeah, it'll you know, yeah. be like oh he sucked because he was from blah blah blah. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> interesting, but it's gonna definitely be for. I think it's gonna be exciting for those classic era players because they're just gonna be introduced to so many new people. And if it is like where everything's shared, I think it could be kind of neat for them. And I look forward to talking to somebody at you know month or two after classic air has yeah. been going that's been played it we'll probably try and get some people on to see what that experience has been like yeah it'll be really interesting to see what kind of communities form and, and how people are doing on those servers all right so the most important news this week most important news ever mail sent to your own characters will now be instant so i could actually just Get rid of that extra account that I had to use to just give my character stuff instantly. I don't have to ask my friends anymore to, hey, can I transfer gold? You can just send instantly. And I thought I had heard earlier on that this was only for gold. That's how it works. So I so in my to my knowledge, in actual Burning Crusade classic, gold was instant. The only thing. However, what I'm getting from this is that. In Burning Crusade, everything. everything was supposed to work, but they only got gold working. <laughs> but wait, I thought it was—I thought it was that everything is instant except for gold. I thought that's what I heard. No, 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 no. Everything's in like they're basically changing it to everything's in, instant between two characters on the same account. So you could send something to your alt, you could log into your alt immediately get it out of the bank. And I believe in the original TBC, you could only send gold. And that's probably just because of the 
database stipulations at that time because databases have come a long way in how they can operate. That's my guess. But it seems like we're going to be able to send everything instantly. They didn't say anything about sending it to other people, but I assume that's still the hour cooldown. No, it won't be. It'll it'll be the hour still. I think even I think even non guildies in retail don't have instant mail to each other. Why? What's the difference? I I don't know. <laughs> I, I I truly don't know. I like it. It's like a immersion. You know, you can't just mail someone something and it'll instantly get there. What's the point? <laughs> like it's but too you could weirdo, mail to yourself. It? You could like mail. So like in retail, I could see weird things, and maybe this is how retail works. I could be off. But like someone in town could mail you stuff and then you drop a portable mailbox and like you could send raid materials to somebody in raid. <laughs> like it'd be too weirdo. Um, I forgot you had. Of course, there's no mailboxes. portable mailbox in TVC. But I mean, they should but... just log in at an alt and send themselves something and then drop. Yeah, a but you have to like log out. Wait, for there's that. portable mailboxes in retail. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, engineering Jesus. has like all kinds. They, you, got, you got a bank and stuff. You got everything portable these days, I think. Oh, there's banks on mounts too, isn't there? I don't know about there's no banks on mounts, but there's an auction house on a mount, which is insane. What? It's only so Oh god. It, we we actually got it for uh for Ashley in our guild for uh her birthday. But um it's five million gold and you could only get it you could only get it in up until Shadowlands pre patch and it was five million gold from the vendor in BFA for uh an auction house on a mount, which is Going too far, personally, but yeah. <laughs> but wow. it is a little bit limited in how many people can get it. But if you run into the only reason I like it is that they still do the thing where you uh, there's they don't put auction houses in the new cities, but now there'll be like someone on a mount by a mailbox and you can auction house near a city. So it is you get like it's, a percentage, it's, it's, oh, so you can use other people's profits. mounts. Oh, you can use other people's mounts, yeah, to auction house and oh, stuff. We, you get like it's, a percentage of the profits. No, I think that Aww. that would be more interesting. Man. I think it'd be interesting if like all all of the all, they're on a brontosaurus. I think like all the dinosaur mount, auction house mounts they were like separate from the other auction houses, right. so you could only auction house to other people on dinosaurs. Uh, this uh, is just a reason that this is another reason I'm never playing retail. Oh, they're very different I, games. Yeah. They're very different so games. So different. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the next thing. I know Def Camp has got to be doing a happy dance after he saw this, but healing numbers will be present in the Burning Crusade Classic. Now, it's a, it reads a little weird, but what I'm reading is that finally what, what Def Camp's been preaching for is that floating com- combat text is going to show heals. I mean, I have an add-on yeah. that like does Like the this. built-in Blizzard. Yeah, I think yeah the built-in it's... Blizzard one, though, is going to do it now. Yeah, I believe that is correct. It's just that the built-in, you will now be able to see your your floating healing numbers as they come out, which is nice. I mean, that is nice. I did find an add-on that did it, and it has a really cute font, and, you know, whatever. I probably still keep it, but... I still... I'm I'm a firm believer in that add-ons shouldn't fix your game. So it's fine if you're using an add-on for it, but it really should be in the game. Like, it's weird. Like, Like, extended character sheets... Yeah, you could use an add-on to make it, like, cooler, but, like, yeah. it should just be their base. It's like the extended character sheets. It's like, why can't I see my hit percentage on the base character um, sheets? Like, it's cool, an add-on fixes it, but, like... <laughs> but then again, I've also played a game, like, Overwatch, that you can't modify your UI or anything like that, 
Yeah. And it's super frustrating after playing a game like WoW where you can. And it's like, why can't I move where my cast bar is? Or why can't I do this? And that makes it so much different. So I think there's a pro and a con to allowing add-ons into a game versus not. Well, that's a whole. Sorry, that's a whole. I won't huge, open that can that's of worms. A four hour further. Four to five hour podcast there, but yeah, it's just like I I like things that make it a little better for what you want, but I like people to be able to have the tools that they need regardless. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Good. Dang it. I was Good gonna job. say something else and I forgot. There's something about the six percent I was talking about hit percentage on the character. Oh piece. yes. It's something we haven't talked we haven't talked about, but in T in TBC, this is just something that comes with TBC. The whole character sheet changes. You get to see hit percentage. Yeah, we had a roundup episode where we talked about like every change coming. We did and that talk was one about it there. Um okay. yeah. So I think I think I might have summarized a lot of those changes as just like these are things add-ons do, but they're just like, cause there are so many things that I was like, Oh, this comes in TBC. I didn't even realize cause I have an add-on that already fixes this problem. There was so like base vanilla, turn off all your add-ons and you're like, wait a minute, this is not a playable game. I can't do anything. <laughs> okay. Now that you mentioned it, I think the add-on of the week that week was like, wow, true stats or something like <laughs> that. And then Deja stats. So, yeah, okay, cool. All right, well, I was just like, that was another thing that I saw that I completely forgot that it comes in. I'm excited for. All right, guys, well, that's the end of the news. Let's do a short... Bobby, we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? So this week's discussion is just a little short thing. We just sort of, we just want to give you some tips for pre for pre patch, and we're going to kind of spit spitball. I'll start off with one of mine, something that uh, a lot of people that might be really into the game might have forgotten about because I gave this tip to Viscount in our guild, and he was like, "Oh my god, that's money! I forgot about that." He's going to create a shaman, and he wants to get the shaman. As much quests as he can before moving into the outland. Like he wants to like day one when, you know, when the, you know, the portal opens, he wants to turn in a bunch of quests. And I was like, well, if you start a new character, don't forget about the cloth turn-ins. There's cloth turn-ins across all four of the current factions. And then it also another one for people that have already done that added to Silver Moon and... X uh Exodar. So four? there's a whole nother one. Yeah, four. You got uh gnomes, dwarves, oh, okay. humans, yeah. uh right. night elves, and then on the horde side, you got orcs, trolls. Mel was probably thinking by Torin. city and not I was. by race. I was like, <laughs> yeah. wait, we have Darnassus. Like, yeah, where's Stormwind? the other? <laughs> where's the fourth one? What are we missing? Gnomes, gnomes and dwarves, as as well as orcs and trolls, are both the same main main city. And you do those cloth turnins. Those cloth turnins are going to be huge turnins come the opening of the dark portal because they get a jump. So but only if you if haven't you've already done them turned yet. them in. 
Well, but no, I just said Exodar and Silver Moon City are brand new new cities that you can do those turn-ins at. The one city will give you probably 17 to 20K ex, experience for just those. But if you haven't done any of them and you have a new character that you're bringing in, don't do them. Wait till the gate opens, do them, and you'll get yourself over 100K uh, EXP on just cloth turn-ins. Does anybody else have a tip? Yeah, level your professions on your stupid alts you don't feel like doing. <laughs> it's only going to continue to be expensive. Yeah. But I think once people realize that these cooldowns are going to be insanely expensive, no, one, no one's been talking about this. I'm going to talk about it right now, about how good alchemy is going to be. Um, but transmute spec is not that good. I think people need to realize that first off, is that transmute spec... It's not like Kata, where you're procking 10x living steel bars every two seconds. It, the proc rate is very low for transmute spec. In uh, I'm still going to go that on all my alchemists. Um, but just realize you're not going to be like dinging 2x primal mites every day or whatever that you make a primal mite. That's just a fact. But you'll, you will make a lot of money. Um, it's actually kind of crazy because primals are going to be super expensive. But every single 20 hours, a alchemist can turn a primal mana into a primal fire. And things like that are going to be, I think, pretty underlooked overall. I think a lot of people are focusing on, on cloth right now because those are the obvious ones. If you're a tailor, you can make like spell fire cloth. I can't remember the name of any of these cloths. I think it's something like that. Spell strike set. Um, yeah, there's four different sets. Yeah, right? yeah. So there's all kinds of, of stuff. But people are talking about that for that. But get your characters up now because you're going to be able to make way more money than people are even realizing right now. With not only there being massive inflation, everyone's talking about like when Mongoose potions were like 15 gold. We were freaking out for for classic. But in TVC, the prices of things are going to be insane. The amount of raw gold that is going to enter the game. Uh, just from like gray items selling for more money, inflation is going to be massive. Things are going to sell for a ton of money. You don't want to be the person who realizes now it's going to cost me 2,000 gold to level my tailoring all the way up. Maybe not tailoring because cloth is so abundant, but right. 2,000 gold to level my mining all the way up now that jewel crafting or my mining, my blacksmithing up um, or something like alchemy up because all of these other professions are already uh, at max level. They're making a ton of money. Don't be late. Just do it now. You don't want to just do it now. This is half telling myself as well. Yeah. No, I think that's a good just point. I think the tip is, is that we have a little bit of a break, right? And then we have pre-patch and then we have the patch hitting. And I think you take this time until the 18th to decide exactly what professions you want your characters to have. Because I know there's a lot of people that haven't done that. Decide exactly what you want to work up and how you want to work it up. And again, like Bob and I said earlier, we worked up his enchanting by just running different dungeons, using our tailors to convert the things into cloth or to convert the cloth into bolts and then making things that we could disenchant. And that was great. Like we were able to do that very quickly. So prepare for that because if you try to do that, while you're also trying to do other things, you'll forget, you'll fall behind and all of that. I also think that you need to look at cooking and fishing. Mm. Because one, there's fishing dailies that will help you make money. That if you don't have fishing worked up, 
it's a good idea. It's a horrible like idea. They're like super but... easy dailies dotted like, I mean, easy, both of them. Right, Sorry. the working fishing up is hmm, less than desirable activity. So do that if you will. But it's a good skill to have. I don't know if it's easier to work up in TBC, if anybody knows that. I think it's easier in Wrath. I don't think it gets easier in TBC. I could be wrong. Anybody that knows differently, please let me know. Yeah, you, you want to go into TBC at 300, I think. I don't think there's any major benefit. Like, maybe you can make more money doing it because there might be, like, slightly better items that you can get. But I think you still have to fish up, like, as many fish to get, <laughs> to get up. And also, if, like, you're not, if you have your profession set. Like, Mel and I... Okay, so I worked up in chanting completely with the mats that we got. Then I still haven't sold all the mats I had left over, but I've sold a fourth of them, and I made 150 gold off of them. So I'm going to sell the rest when the auction house comes back up. I'm probably going to actually make a 500 gold profit on that. Just it, it, We did it in one night. So if you have worked up characters, you have your profession, professions in where you want them you can make a boatload of money because people are going to be working up all of these different professions like if you have skinning you can be putting skinning stuff on the auction house enchanting you could be going out mining copper because people just don't want to do it you know like they 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 want to just buy the mats to get them there and so you can make a lot of money in this two-week period and at the start of the gates opening yeah. The time that it's going to take people to actually do it versus the time it will take you to get there, you can make a lot of money on that. And yes, I know people don't want to work up fishing. I see a lot of that in the <laughs> chat. I get it. But it is if you can get it up. And guys, just watch a show and have your little thing. There's some... I think there's an add-on. Somebody remind me if they can remember this add-on, but there's like an add-on that's supposed to like auto like reel it in when you catch fish. No, there's mm. not. Yeah, there's not one for that. I think there might be an add-on to make that sound be extremely loud. Like I think there's a weak aura to make that sound possibly extremely loud. Yeah, there like if there's I think it's fishing buddy helps you with some fishing stuff, but even with that, I uh I did not enjoy my fishing experience. Oh, no, it's not fun. Um, if there's just something The mechanics just aren't quite right. I'm someone who should like fishing because I like doing the same activity over and over again. Fishing has no competition, so it's really easy uh, to do. So it's sort of like, why don't I like fishing? It's just the, the way you have to pay attention a little more than I would like to. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm watching a TV show, and then I'm like, damn it. It said you're... <laughs> Yam starts in chat, points out that Fishing Buddy does allow you to raise the sound of your mm. bobble getting, you know, pulled. It can also, like, auto-reapply lures and different fun things like, like that, so... But still not enough you still have to click on the bobber, is what he says. So... My tip yes, is going to yes. be... My next tip. <laughs> uh, PvP focus. So a, a lot of people are... Maybe they already know that you'll be able to buy PvP gear starting at, in the pre-patch. Not a bad idea to get some gear for a new character. Um, so 
totally do that, but you should look up. I was looking at a spreadsheet, and maybe we can put it in the show notes about when uh, you can actually replace the gear that you'll be getting from PvP. So, for instance, I thought weapon was going to be good across the board, but I saw some classes are replacing their Grand Marshal weapon by like level 63 with a quest reward. So the question is, is it worth is it worth that time to farm the honor if you're going to replace it very, very quickly? I mean, but at this, this is point, something that time, I actually brought up a while okay, back. Wait, that. OK, at the time ahead. that this podcast comes out, you can't farm honor anymore. <laughs> No, no, no! It's the yeah, opposite. They, yeah, you can't yeah, do it until pre-patch. Oh, okay, because yeah. it's we're talking about yeah, we're talking about the currency honor. You won't be able to farm your rank anymore, so you're out of luck there. But the be, to be able to buy the grand marshal honor, you can't the gear you can. But Bob, you had something too. Yeah, th- this was basically the whole point that I made about Gressel and about Might of Menethol and all the weapons you get next. Uh, especially even from K from like the KT weapons don't get replaced until level 70, but they pretty much get replaced across the board on all classes. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong on Twitter or in, you know, comments or whatever, but they pretty much get replaced by blues at level 70, but it's not that way for the gear. The gear is different, but for some reason they just, the designers made really good TBC weapons. So if you're getting a PVP uh, Grand Marshal weapon, it's going to be the equivalent of like tier 2.5, you know, and and it's definitely going to be replaced sometime in the middle of leveling, whereas the Mitomenethal, the Gressel, they, they would be replaced at level 70. But there's a, like the other gear doesn't get replaced as fast. But either way, if you're an alt or you're a new shaman or a new pally, those PvP weapons are going to be sick if you could actually level up in time to be able to buy them. But you could always, you know, do a little bit of PvP to get some marks on the earlier BGs, like when you hit 19, when you hit... Uh, 29, when you hit 39, you could maybe get more marks quicker than you could at the level 60 range after you hit level 60. So you might do some battlegrounds in between because those will be way less competitive. Yeah, if you're not a serious PvPer, like it's so much nicer to do worse on Gulch at like level 39 than it is at max level when everyone's yelling at you. <laughs> right. Were you, I remember the anxiety I feel going into a battleground when i don't know how to play my character fully in a pvp like setting because it's so different than pve right i'm like bob i don't know like i'm not ready for this i don't have all my shit set up like that like i'm used to not getting attacked (laughs) i'm a healer yeah that's what ultra valley is for if you go into like an arathi basin or a war sun gold and you're not comfortable on your character in pvp you're like I'm ruining everything. I'm like, I'm just dying. For I'm dead again. <laughs> yeah, like this is horrible. Um, so lower levels, definitely good for marks. But um, my main point is you need to do a cost analysis. The pre-patch is only two weeks. Are you going to spend all that time getting gear you're going to replace with quest items? Like how much faster will you level with that gear versus just saving your time? Make money, yeah. make gold, get your professions up. I think the or gear you break. bring in... Like, yeah, take a break. Um, the gear you bring in, I don't think it's going to matter that much. TBC leveling is simple. If you're going to dungeon grind all the way, maybe a marginal increase in gear will make a difference. But questing 
is going to be so tiny. The amount of time you'll waste going to get a drink and taking it slightly too long is going to make up for that time you'd save by having slightly better shoulders that you got uh, PVPing. So the better tip, if, if you really care about TBC a lot, the more hardcore person is going to save their honor and save their marks for the level 70 gear. And that is going to save you a lot more time. Because um, think about it, when you hit 70, do you want to go do BGs? I want to go do BGs because they're fun. Uh, but do you want to go do BGs or do you have heroics to do? Uh, you've got farming to do now that you can go farm primals. But the PvP is going to be exactly the same. You'll get the same honor. You'll get the same marks other than the Eye of the Storm marks. So doing that now in the pre-patch to save for 70, you will save you more overall time. That's uh, a really yeah. good yeah. point. Like I'm going to basically my plan with like my plan with with lock dude is I just want to get a like the weapon. I already have 20 of each mark saved up. Whatever I can get, I can get. But with Blaze and Bob, I'd like to have you could after after pre-patch hits, you could save up to 100 of each mark and you could save up to see the 75 uh, seventy five hundred or no, seventy five thousand. Seventy five thousand. You guys, I feel like Bob is gonna make like, me like, that. like lose my life in general when the pre patch comes out doing PvP. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm planning on PvP with other with other people too. Like, it's kind of like what I'm gonna do. You're when never relying on I, me. Is I, that I what you're telling me? You, but, <laughs> I definitely want Bob, who's going to be my PvPer, to have as many marks as he poss as he possibly can. And I do have really good gear at the moment. I I I, I respect uh, Mortal Strike. I've got some really sick PvP gear right right now. I've got like the most health. I I mean, I'm about to go in and lay some lay the smack down i'm i've been waiting for this all a classic i couldn't do it while raiding because i couldn't afford to respect so i'm excited about that but yeah, i mean the other the other nice thing too is you'll actually feel like you're getting something done as much as i love vanilla the pvp system has no rewards for like any individual bg that you do yeah you can rank up over time but now it's like i earned honor i earned a mark this is like i'm actually doing something and not just like wasting my time like you know ranking up to level seven gets gets me nothing but now when i do these bgs i'm earning something per minute i put into to the work and it feels so much better okay so wait let yeah. me get this straight so pre-patch comes out on the 18th on tuesday right yeah and honor turns to currency okay but tbc comes out on the first correct okay Yes, ma'am. I'm just, I'm just preparing myself for an argument that um, I'm gonna have with Bob later because he's like, I don't think I should come with you to Austin next, the week uh, after next. And now I'm thinking, oh, he uh, wants to farm. Hmm. Well, that wasn't exactly oh, my I'm my sure. reasoning, but. <laughs> It was more because, like, I'm getting my shot. Mon I'm getting my shot on Monday, and I want two weeks before I travel. Yeah, is basically this is where actually I'm at. not a thing. He actually is just making an excuse. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so uh, another tip. Most people probably haven't. I'd say most people, but I'm guessing most people haven't messed with the whole EPL. Um, what are they? Core of Elements, Savage Frond, 
dark iron scraps, and there's one more. There's four quests. You need 30 of these items that you can buy on the auction house. If you haven't turned, they're a, they're a repeatable quest for those weird badge system they brought out with Nax for EPL. Most people didn't do it, in my opinion. But if you haven't done it for the first time, those are huge quest turn-ins, like, thir- like 13K per. Only so the first you time, can, right? You can save up. Only the huh? first time you do it. Not the yes, repeatable yes, time. Yes, yes, yeah, okay. yeah, every, every repeatable yeah. come the pre-patch, I think, even, will no longer Does be giving work? like any XP. Uh, yeah, yeah. So your yeah. ZG coins, like none of that will work after pre-patch. But you can like save up those now, buy them on. I still looked at the auction house yesterday, and they were still super cheap. I bought all, all of mine for me and for Mel. So Wait, you I can definitely have, do like, that, and that's that. a good chunk yeah, I think we all do because you get them from so many things across Azeroth. There's so many things in my bank that I feel like, you guys, this is my tip. Clean out your bank and clean out your bags. And I know most people probably have, but I have not. There's stuff in my bank where I'm like, do I actually need this? Wait till after the snapshot to clean okay. out your bank. True. So that you always Fair. have that snapshot. in the snap. Snapshot, which to be fair, this is, to be ah. fair, this is coming out. This is if you're listening to this not live tomorrow just wait till tomorrow to do any of these things yeah, so, right <laughs> you'll you'll be okay um the the big thing yeah i bet a bunch of people have this like nostalgia gear saved up but we're going into tvc and it's time to delete it all you need the bank space uh time to move on i just have gear that i'm like i don't know if this is better or if it's not or i have like gear that or like mats that i'm like do I need this? Am I going to need this in the future? Here we go. And now's the time to just like, you guys, don't hoard it, purge it. Like, just get rid of it. After pre-patch. After pre-patch. Yes, uh, after tomorrow. <laughs> um, the Here's my mega tip for TBC. And the people here don't need to follow this tip. We're, we're crazy, so we're probably going to go kind of hard for TBC. But TBC is exciting. Don't go too crazy. You don't need to go, you know, if you're not taking time off from work, you don't need to feel bad. Think back to phase one, okay? Think about all this time you've been playing Classic, if you've been playing it like me, and think, hey, if I could get one more Molten Core in, I I, that really would have made the big difference in Classic Vanilla for me. If I could have just done that one week one Molten Core instead of the week two Molten Core. We, it's so silly now to think about how hard we went at the beginning and how in the long run, the difference is so silly. If you can't do a week one Kara, it's fine. I mean, Bob and I did not go hard at the beginning. Bob and I were very casual at the beginning and we were in the guild. We just weren't 60. And when we got 60, that's when we started going hardcore. But it is really good. tip. It is a good tip, but it's also a cautionary tip, right? Because if you're in a guild that has 29 people and you're the one of the four that does not get to 70 at the same time as everybody else, you could lose that right spot. So just know the type of people that you're with. And if you're with type of people that maybe you like them, but they're 
schedules don't align with yours, just know that in advance. I'm just saying, yeah, don't freak out, though, because yeah. it's very funny that you mentioned that, because Stoof, uh, she's she's an amazing girl in our guild. She Stoof. is the MVP, in my opinion, and she is doing a Vargflocken classic yearbook, and she posted mm-hmm. tonight the graphic for the dropouts, and <laughs> the dropouts list was an astronomically big list. I I might try to leak it in the show notes for anybody that cares, but it was ginormous. So just know that these people that might go super hard to get into the raid might flutter out and you'll be there waiting, you know, getting there at your casual time. Like if you kill, if you kill yourself, you'll we saw it with out. so many wow, classic content create creators. They burnt out like they're, their their YouTube channels went silent because they were just playing 15 hours a day and just ruining their their lives, not having any anything else besides that. So push yourself as hard as you could push yourself pers- per- personally. I think Yip's tip is amazing. I I, I agree with well, it I wholeheartedly. Agree. Yeah, I mean, like think about all of like there are no doubt like <laughs> Almost every content creator will probably go as hard as we are. Where it's like I'm, I'm not even creating content that has to do with dungeon grinding from sixty right. to seventy. But I will still be dungeon grinding from sixty to seventy just because, like, it, we're getting wrapped up in it. And because we like have Kim player. who sets up a like, spreadsheet that like populates all this but, like yeah. crazy God, information. Yeah, I didn't even mention I was like, that. Kim's like, could I do some things with that spreadsheet? And they're like, yeah. And he's like. Okay, next day, and he's he like, literally made his own looking for <laughs> yeah. group. Yeah. I'm like, what just happened? Yeah, we have a guild looking for group tool it's now, fine. which is which is very nice. But but yeah, like if you're like, you just don't need to get wrapped up in what content creators are doing. You don't got to get wrapped up in how quickly can I hit level seventy. Right. TBC leveling is so much chiller than classic. This isn't you. You can just go through the quests in every zone, and you'll hit seventy before you finish the quests. It's you'll be you'll be all right. Yep. And what I so so what my plan is is that I I plan on grinding to seventy in dungeons with Mel, like that's just the way it's gonna happen, right? Because I want to be there to dungeon grind and whatnot. But my ult that's gonna be PvP. I want to do all the quests. I love the quests. The questing yeah. is amazing. And if you're not worried about it, even if they say you won't have a raid spot. That's fine. If you like the people, stay there and do your quests. Get to 70 when you get to 70. And when you get to 70, there's probably a spot for you. Yeah. I mean, spots open up like that. That graphic showed me how often spots open up. And so if you're there and you're ready, you yeah. give yourself plenty of time to get pre to get pre bis. I think the best Play as much as it's going to make you not want to quit. Yeah, for context, though, we have we had a full raid on our last raid. 40 people, 40 Did individuals we? on this list. Yeah, we had a we had a full raid, uh, which is awesome. Uh, but on this list we of people who are, we're calling them dropouts, the people who uh, quit raiding with us at some point during Classic, there are 90 names on the list, <laughs> I think. About 90 names on the list. So just, you know, perspe- perspective. Uh, of uh, what Burnout kind of revolving door. And this is a guild that uh, <laughs> this is a guild that lasted the whole way. Not every guild is like ours. Most fell apart right before 
they didn't raid till the end like we did. I don't want to say most, but many, 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 and uh, even on White Main, I would, I would say, say you're most. probably right with yeah. most. I mean, I mean, look, just to be, just to be, put it this way, guilds better than ours, like guilds that are objectively better than ours, stopped raiding and quit long before we did. <laughs> on onslaught quit hey, yeah. way before they qu- they quit right before BlizzCon line. Yeah. So yeah. So like they're going to be able to could do whatever, but yeah, I think the the takeaway is. Even if you don't feel like leveling your professions now, you're going to be fine. It's wow. This is a game for casuals. You'll be fine. <laughs> this, is the, this is not the burning crusade. It is the boomer crusade, <laughs> and let's boom. Plenty of dad guilds for you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, so I think I, th- I, th- I think that is good. Yeah. We, we will probably have some more tips we th- might think of next week, maybe. But for now... We're going to move on to Ladies and gentlemen, this is our add-on of the week. Now, this one is going to come out of left field. Oh boy. And by left field, I mean, we probably did it before, but it's time to put my foot down because I think even just last week we talked about this in AQ. Go get Atlas loot. I do not understand why anyone would play this game without Atlas loot. There are like 15 dungeons. Hold on. There are like 15 dungeons or something like that in TBC. Learn where your loot comes from. You realize (laughs) just for heroics. This makes homework. This requires. Effort. No, it takes you just less home. Literally, you, no, it takes less home homework. That's literally the point. Yeah, you can. You it just has every item where it comes from, where it drops. They've got collections. You want to learn which piece of your tier four drops where? I have. You don't need to even loot. bring up Wowhead. You don't got to bring up Wowhead. You don't have to bring up anything. You just click the button. Just n- no, and you just see. You just see who drops what. It's so simple. I it's get so that. Easy. I get that. I get that. It just it doesn't work for me. Okay. I don't like it. Fine. I if have it. Doesn't it, work for you, fine. it doesn't work for me. But you know what doesn't work for Mel either? <laughs> Not knowing what any of your 2.5 is. Every time. Yep, Bingo is yep, like this yep. too. I don't think Bingo has a piece of <laughs> tier three because he just can't figure out what items are in time. It's like, get Atlas loot. <laughs> I just bait on like, tier three items because I knew most of them were pretty good. And then I actually like, I think I got the belt. And I went to like turn it in. Oh no, I got the sandals recently. And I went and turned them in and I was like, finally, I got the sandals. And I turned them in and I was like, these shit sucks compared yeah, to what you I already have. Boots of pure thought or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got the bits of pure thought and I'm like, okay, well, never mind. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So on top of atlas loot there's a bunch of add-ons to it as well so so atlas loot maps is going to be really good for tbc it's going to show you the map of the actual dungeon that you're in it's going to show you where each boss is it's really good too it is a very expensive app as far as your computer is concerned it 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 will add to your to your like login time because it's loading those databases that is something we should tell you but it is really good and especially if you don't know your way through the dungeons it's amazing yeah. so yeah definitely just look into at 
to Atlas Loot and all of the add-ons that come with it because it is amazing. I mean, it's one of those things, even in retail, I don't think they... They have, like, dungeon guides, and they've got, you know, you can see all the loot in there. I still think Atlas Loot does a better job of... Because uh, it doesn't have to conform to, like, the design uh, rules of World of Warcraft. It, it's literally just, like, the simplest, easiest, like, oh, click, oh, all these items, oh, click. It's so simple. Like, I don't think Retail WoW does it better than than Atlas Loot still does. And Atlas Loot has been doing it, like, the same way. Can we talk about <laughs> why? I know we're ending, but can we talk about why do I push the map button in a dungeon and it shows me nothing? Why is that? Why is that a thing? You would love retail, Mel. A lot of wise Blizzard, Blizzard business decisions, and because there's maps. <laughs> it's a dungeon. What? It's a dungeon. I know. As I said it, I actually thought that. I was like, why can't yeah, I see lore, lore in like game, the Google sense. Maps aerial view of this dungeon? And then I'm like, it's a dungeon. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. I mean, you could do something cool where you like actually like loot the map at some point in the nope, don't in go the, there. In the dungeon, and then controversial topics now. <laughs> All right, well, we are going to end it there, guys. I encourage everybody to check us out live week weekly on twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. We usually do the show on Friday nights, seven p.m. Eastern time. 4 p.m. Pacific time, and I encourage you guys to come and and hang out. Chat's been like awesome ton tonight. You could be part of that. I encourage you to come do it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You could also follow the Mash Those Buttons Twitter at the Mash Network. If you want to send us anything via email. It is wcrpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to join our our Mash Those Buttons dis Discord, interact with the host of this show or any show on the Mash Those Buttons network, that's mash.gg slash discord. Ratings and reviews. I mean, I don't even I don't even know if I should mention this every like every week because you guys just kill it. You, you guys gave us two more reviews this, this week on iTunes. It was awesome. You could also review on warcraftradio.com slash directory. We appreciate everything. And we love just going through your reviews. And we love that you guys make the inside jokes on the reviews. We love it. Yeah, so keep them coming. Sure. Thank you so much. Where can we find you, Ryan? Hello, you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash cognitive pit or on Twitter at I at cognitive pit. That's the cool that's how cool people say it. I know I've been saying it this whole time that way, like like I'm a normal Twitter user. Oh at you cognitive pit, yeah. Uh, but twitter.com slash cognitive pit, okay. All right. <laughs> no. And Mel, where can we find you? I mean, you can find me on Twitter at Mel Overwatch. I'm usually not there. Sometimes I am there. I did go outside of my realm and post about the, you know, not having ranch in Europe thing, which totally blew my mind. So I get a couple comments on that. Yeah, it was it was weird. It blew my mind <laughs> too. Usually I'm not super active. Sometimes I look at it though. And then you your best bet is on White Main. Find Melarina. Make a level one character. Send me a message. A mail. Snail mail. <laughs> It's definitely not instant. It's fine. Come on. <laughs> All right. You can find me 
on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can also find me on Twitch here and there at twitch.tv slash Blazin Bob. Guys, it's been, you know, first time in a while we haven't had a guest. It was cool <laughs> just to have the gang just chilling. Yeah, I couldn't rely on someone to carry <sighs> us. So much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think of my own opinions oh, first. God. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, we do have a brand new guest coming on next week. He's an up-and-coming YouTuber. I love his stuff, but I'm not going to tell you his name. You're just going to have to tune in next week to see who we bring on. Bobby with the cliffhanger. We're going to get out of here, and thank you for tuning in. for listening to a mash those buttons production if you enjoyed the show you should check out mashthosebuttons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you all of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and more if you enjoy our content you can help support mash those buttons by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash mash those buttons where you can receive patreon bonuses for as little as one dollar a month you can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord.